Hello, everyone. You're listening to Focus Faith Podcast with Carrie Powers. I appreciate you tuning in this week. We are looking at Acts 2. And as I promised, this is going to be quick. This is going to be as short as I can possibly make it, Um, which you know, if anybody knows me or if you've listened to my podcast before, that's challenging for me. So I'm turning over a new leaf in 2022. We'll see if um, I'm successful at this. Acts 2 is the reason that, as we talked about last week, that Jesus had told the disciples to stay put, to not leave Jerusalem, because they were about to receive the gift that he had promised to them. So I'm going to start reading in Acts 2, verse 1, on the day of Pentecost, all the believers were meeting together in one place. Suddenly, there was a sound from heaven, like the roaring of a mighty windstorm, and it filled the house where they were sitting. Then what looked like flames or tongues of fire appeared and settled on each of them, and everyone present was filled with the Holy Spirit and began speaking in other languages as the Holy Spirit gave them this ability. At this time, there were devout Jews from every nation living in Jerusalem. When they heard the loud noise, everyone came running, and they were bewildered to hear their own languages being spoken by the believers. I'm going to stop right there. So, right away, the scripture tells us that this happens on the day of Pentecost, and that they were all meeting together in one place. So the day of Pentecost, this is significant and important because this was a Jewish feast and it was held 50 days after Passover and it celebrated the first fruits of the wheat harvest. And that was the reason that so many people were filling Jerusalem was for this Jewish festival. And again, 50 days after Passover. So if you really let your mind understand the significance of what's happening and the timing of what's happening. We know that 50 days before this, Jesus was crucified on Passover as the final perfect lamb of sacrifice. And now, 50 days later, on the day of Pentecost, we are going to have the outpouring of the Holy Spirit that's going to rest on everyone now. And anyone who places their faith in Jesus will now be gifted this Holy Spirit that will that will reside with them. So we have this incredible shift and this amazing, significant um, outpouring happening on this day. So the word Pentecost actually means the 50th day. So this was something that was established and was set apart already as a festival and set apart by God. Jewish tradition also taught that Pentecost marked the day when the law was given to Israel. So isn't that incredible? They were celebrating this day. They were bringing this this, um, first fruit to God 50 days after Passover. And Jewish tradition taught that this was the day that the law had been given to Moses that was then given to to the people. So when you think about that and the significance of God's law being presented to Moses on this day, and now this fresh wind of God's word and spirit and presence being placed on his people in such a real, individual, tangible, 
explosive, powerful way. And it's amazing and it's beautiful. And isn't God's word just so perfect in how it's laid out? There's so many things happening here and so much that I could spend a lot of time on, which I'm really, like I said, going to do my best um, not to spend a lot of time on (laughs) if I can. Um, But what's also significant here is let's take a moment and realize what has just happened we see from scripture that um, what has happened? There's a loud sound, like the roaring of a mighty windstorm fills the whole house where they're sitting. And then what looks like flames or tongues of fire appear and settle on each of them. And then what happens? Well, everyone's filled with the Holy Spirit. And how do we know that everybody's filled with the Holy Spirit? Well, because they begin to speak and speak in other languages. Now, not a language that nobody can understand, right? Not like a heavenly language. What's happening here is that we've got these believers from pretty much the Galilee area beginning to speak in other languages that are not their native language, but other people present can understand what they're saying. Because it says, right? Uh, Verse six. No, what is that? Yeah, verse six. When they heard the loud noise, everyone came running and they were bewildered to hear their own languages being spoken by the believers. So again, they began to speak not in their native language, but in other people's languages. And I think that is so incredibly important to understand that's how God showed up and how he showed this incredible, powerful movement of God and how he distinguished it as what was really happening was miraculous. I also love it that a couple things. I love that the minute that they receive the Holy Spirit, they begin to speak. They can't keep their mouth shut. Like, what are they saying? And I assume that what they're saying, I imagine, is they're praising God, I imagine, in, in languages that are not their own. So they can't keep their mouth shut. <laughs> when God pours out his Holy Spirit on people, they must speak. And that comes back to this whole concept of when you place your trust in Jesus, when you receive his Holy Spirit, then you're a minister. You are. I am. Not just those who who um, maybe wear that title or preach on a Sunday from a pulpit. No, like we're all ministers and we're all ambassadors of Christ. And that means that we all must be speaking about the goodness of God. And you don't need to be educated and have a degree in theology to do that. You need an experience with God and the power of who he is. And then you just tell people about it and you just speak about his goodness. And to truly experience who he is would be this outpouring of just telling the world who he is. So that's the first thing that I find so very significant here. So many things happening. But also, don't you see this? this um, the first thing that came to my mind, too, was the memory or the recollection of the Tower of Babel that happens in Genesis 11, when this Tower of Babel, the people were all speaking one language at that point, and they began to build this tower to reach heaven. 
God came down and said, you know, no, like, that's not what I want you to do. I told you to fill the earth and you're not doing that. You're trying to just like unify your power here. And it all became about them and not about God and certainly not about what God had told them to do. So the way God broke up this this plan they had been devising and this this massive construction they were building was suddenly they all began to speak different languages and they didn't understand each other. They couldn't understand each other. And it caused what God had intended to to happen in the first place, it caused them to spread, right? And populate the earth. So I think it's so interesting that at the Tower of Babel, that that God came down and and took from this one unifying language and he made lots of languages. And now when he has this outpouring of his Holy Spirit on the day of Pentecost, he has cause the believers to begin to speak in languages that are not their own as a way to show this now unifying, this unifying of his church that would be through the outpouring of his Holy Spirit, that he would be the one who would be the one the one to unify and that he would use language to do that, different languages, to now cause unification. When in Genesis 11, he used different languages to cause a separation. That so many things are starting brand new here with Acts and with the outpouring of the Holy Spirit and with the start of his church. And it's just great stuff. And we, as his church, we, as his ministers, as his ambassadors, have this incredible access to this kind of power as well. So that's the question today is, are we accessing this kind of power? Are we speaking about the goodness of God? And do we also feel this unification that should be a result of the outpouring of his Holy Spirit? Anytime you see division and squabbling and, you know, um, fractured um, lives or communities um, happening, that is not God. That is not who he is. And he is not the author of that. That that's the enemy trying to keep us, you know, fighting over things that don't matter so that we are not unified over what really does matter. I also love the fact here in Acts 2 that you'll see that it says that the Holy Spirit, that everyone present was filled with the Holy Spirit and began speaking in other languages. As the Holy Spirit gave them this ability, everyone present, men and women alike, began to have this same experience here. There wasn't any division anymore between men and women either, that this was always the intention of God's church, that he would pour out his Holy Spirit on those who believed in him, and he would use everybody in the same way to spread the word of his goodness. That's what we see here in Acts 2. And I just wonder, were they shocked? When they saw that the women were also filled with the Holy Spirit, that the women were also speaking in these different languages, like, did it surprise them? I think it probably did. I think it probably did. But that this would be the start of his church, and it wouldn't be about 
dividing and it wouldn't be about separating and it wouldn't be about, you know, I'm better than you or I hold a certain title and you don't. None of that. It was, it was none of that. It was always going to be about everybody using their gifts to glorify God. And, you know, Peter, I'm going to jump a little bit ahead because when he began to address the crowd, because they were kind of confused by what they were witnessing, and when Peter stands up to address the crowd, you know, he references the prophet Joel and he says in verse 17, in the last days, God says, I will pour out my spirit upon all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions and your old men will dream dreams. In those days, I will pour out my spirit even on my servants, men and women alike and they will prophesy. So it was always about God using everybody. And when we got in the mix, um, we began to confuse that a little bit. But, But that's a podcast for another day. So on this day that you're choosing to listen um, to Focus Faith, again, thank you. And let's be reminded of the power that is absolutely available to every single one of us. And that this power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead is the same power that lives in you. So let that be your reminder this week when you look at your calendar and all that you have to do, um, bring him into it and access his power in order to be successful at whatever it is that you have to do today. And remember, God's goodness is, well, it's good enough to tell other people all about him. God bless you. Thanks for listening. And I will see you next week.